Energy. Energy, energy, energy. <laughs> Did you just say Rochelle Obama? Michelle. Michelle. Okay, I thought you said Rochelle Obama. I know I have a thick accent. <laughs> What's your name? Sarah. <laughs> These people are calling me Mustang. Because everyone says to me, <laughs> Do people call you Mustang? <laughs> And I'm like, not twice. <laughs> I use my fake name. <laughs> What's your fake name? Sally. <laughs> hey, Sarah. Hey, Sally. I'm sitting really close today. <sighs> I, I left my other microphone at work, so yeah, Sarah she's and I coming unprofessional because she's a booze hound. They're cuddling up on the couch. Oh, gone. <laughs> um, I'm not a booze hound. I just had some drinks on Friday night. Yeah, sounds like what a booze hound would say. You know what though? It's probably not going to be interesting to anybody else. But leave it at that then. <laughs> Um, so on with the rest of the show. No, I just wanted to say that I only had like five or six drinks and a lot of singing and it took me till eight o'clock last night to get over my hangover and I still wasn't completely over it. I'm just because you're an amateur. Yeah, well, I don't really drink that much. Mm. I felt wrecked. Yeah, no one was interested in that. You should have kept it at it. <laughs> Um, guess who's on the show this week? Um, Sarah Michelle Geller. Oh, that's an idea. No, it's not Sarah Michelle Geller. It's Oh Hey Gay's best friend, Brandy Love. Brandy Love is back, guys. So I think everyone will be pretty excited about that. Well, I know you are. I love Brandy. Okay, you're the one who paused. You can still talk. <laughs> no, I do. I love Brandy. I love talking to Brandy. And she loves talking to us. Me. So. Yeah. Yeah, and this time um, she let me ask her heaps of questions. Um, and be prepared. <laughs> there is a warning for this show. Be prepared. Sally goes off on quite the tangent quite quickly. <laughs> What do you mean? About the sexual stuff. Yeah, well, Brandy knew what I was going to ask her. Yeah, I didn't and I wasn't prepared. How prepared do you need to be? Such an old fuddy-duddy Oh, now. coming from Madam Two Days to Get Over Drinking Friday Night. Yeah, well, I'm not as old as you, but I'm getting older and... Oh, please, I was carded. Well, that's... So, people think that I'm 25. Well, when I got carded recently, they thought I was under oh. 25. So, you know, potatoes, potatoes, I guess. No, it's 25 or younger. No, I went to get some vodka yesterday. No one cares. So let me tell you about my day. So <laughs> got my eyebrows sculpted, went to the shops, did some food shopping, went to get some vodka. The guy behind the counter was like, can I see some ID? And I'm like... I know my rights. <laughs> Is that what you said? No, I'm like, uh, I thought you couldn't ask unless you thought somebody was 25 or younger. And he looked at me and 
because I did say it that way, quite snapping. Um, oh, I'm like you. And uh, he's like, well, I think you are. And I'm like, I'm 40. I was more perturbed at the fact that I didn't have my See, ID. that just show, no, it just shows the difference between you and I because when it happened to me, I was like, <gasps> John, oh, my God, I can't believe you think I'm that young. I'm sorry, I was being withheld from alcohol. Well, that would I was be. reacting to that. Yeah, I was just more flattered. But moral of the story, this eyebrow sculpt has <laughs> taken about 15 years off this face. Allegedly. Well, proof's in the pudding. Anyway, Brandy Love is on our show again today. I'm calling Brandy Love best friend of our show because she's amazing and I'm already thinking of more questions to ask Brandy to come on for next season because I want Brandy on all the time. In fact, Brandy would be a good replacement co-host for you. <laughs> Feel free. <laughs> yeah. I think she would be a great replacement would co-host free for you. up my Sunday nights. <laughs> but um, what the thing I love about Brandy too is well, I love her honesty and – I love her philosophy on life Um, and she has these um, really great, I think it's on Snapchat now, um, but the Instagram live videos. And so when I'm going to bed at night, I'll catch one of them and she's like doing coffee in the morning and stuff and, and talking and stuff or like sometimes she's out on the lake or something. And it's just, yeah, it's just really cool. She's a really nice lady and I really like her. So Thanks, Brandy, for coming on. I know that Brandy will be listening. Um, best friend of the show. And okay, stop repeating it. I'm just keep okay. saying it. Um, and if Brandy, out, if you're Brandy. fanning out, you're fanning out, you're turning red. I'm not turning red. Well, that's not your natural complexion. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, Brandy, if you have some free time, you should consider replacing Sarah yeah. as my co-host. Feel so. free, Brandy. <laughs> yeah. Then... Sally's fine in small doses, but <laughs> have to deal with her once a week. Feel free. Take the burden off my shoulders. <laughs> I think everybody knows. That's true. Um, so everyone enjoy the interview. Yeah, enjoy the interview. Thank you again, Brandy. Mwah. <sighs> Pretty much, like, uh, just wanting to look at sort of this the porn industry, and I guess my first question is, um, how do you how do you say stay safe, and how do you know people that you're sleeping with are safe? That's a that's a great question. I think it's one that is never addressed in the general media. We're typically uh, viewed as dirty, full of STDs, every time there's a, an HIV breakout, it's always the porn industry to blame. So I love that you asked me this question because the truth of the matter is it's some of the safest sex you can have, and here's why. We went from several years ago of being a 30-day test. We go in, we get tested, and you get a full panel. That full panel basically covers every STD that you could possibly um, trans, transmit, transfer. And uh, I can't tell you the exact year. A few years ago, maybe three, maybe four, we went to a 14-day testing. And at first there was a little pushback, and now I think everybody's not only thrilled, but we would even consider going to a seven-day. 
I have been in the industry 15 years and knock on wood, literally I'm doing it right now with my knuckles. Yes. I have never had a test pop. What that means is I've never had a test come back anything other than clean. So that, I would hope that people listening to this would realize that when you take care of your body, when you think about your mates, and when your mates are considering you and taking care of themselves, the safest place to have sex is in the adult industry because we're very aware of our status. Yeah. You can't work without a clean test and without a 14-day test. So, honestly, the only time I'm aware of tests coming back negative on set is from outside relationships. Ah, okay. So, like, if you're like if you're in a relationship with somebody or married to somebody, like that would be where you'd catch something. I'm actually more likely picking somebody up at the bar who's a civilian and doesn't know their status and make a poor choice and have unprotected sex with them, and then you show up on set the next day. Your test may be within that 14-day range, but you don't know who you just had sex with. Yeah. So the majority of tests of, of individuals who get anything on a set, it's being brought in from the outside, if you will. It's kind of a funny <laughs> term. We call them civilians because it's, you guys live a different life. It's not like you walk around and go, hey, I've got my 14-day test. Do you? It's, um, it's very much an adult industry thing. <laughs> It sounds cool. It's kind of like, I don't know, like it's like a movie or something, like, you know, like an action kind of movie. Is there, are there rules around picking somebody up at a bar if you're like going to go and film a scene the next day? Um, you would, you would, to me, I'll be honest with you, it's one word. Well, actually two words, common sense. Yeah. I wish that everybody would consider my health when they would make that decision, just like I consider their health when I make a decision to have a partner outside of the industry. Um, at my age, I don't really give a shit. I'll ask for a test. Yeah. Or you put a condom on it. It's pretty simple to me. But I'm not 18, you know? So I, I understand that it's a little bit more difficult. However, um, I really do consider it common sense. And whether I was in the industry or not, um, because I like to have sex with multiple partners, I would either require a test or I would um, utilize uh, condoms it's just that simple yeah and so I mean that kind of takes me up to my next question about because you're married aren't you yes I am 26 years that's an amazing amount of time I can <laughs> I can barely commit to a and to me I feel like I'm just getting started to be honest <laughs> yeah well I even know on your um your Instagram live videos that you do like I, I don't know there's something so cool about those videos that you do um, and, you know, like you, like even when you're jet skiing and stuff and your husband's going off to get the truck and, and you know, you're just sitting out on the, the lake and stuff. I remember that one particularly. Um, but, yeah. Oh, thank you. you guys I, to I this... do those just to show we're just a normal couple in the sense that we're in love. We enjoy being married. Life is full of adventure. We just happen to be involved in the lifestyle and he's married to a porn star. And people laugh and go, well, that's not normal. And my explanation is, but it is for us. Yeah. And it, and it feels so normal on those Instagram videos. And not that I thought it wasn't normal, but, it, yeah, I, I love those live videos that you do of just you just living and with your dog and, and your cat and stuff. like <laughs> My crazy dog. <laughs> oh, thank you. I appreciate that feedback very much. So how does your husband, like, deal with you being in the porn industry? Like, obviously he doesn't care. 
Well, it's, it's, um, that's an interesting choice of words. It's not that he doesn't care. There's yes. a whole lot of care. But what we do have is a tremendous amount of respect for one another. We are very much monogamous with our hearts. We both just happen to enjoy sexual relationships with others. Yeah. Now, for us, because we are apparently geared differently, this creates a tremendous bond between the two of us, and we enjoy sharing the stories. For him and I, very much like Larry Flint said, relax, it's just sex. Mm. The sex part is just that. It's fun. It's an exciting part of our lifestyle. It brings a tremendous amount of fun and excitement and joy back into our marriage. We, we get turned on and excited by each other's stories. Now, like when I'm out in L.A., I'll have a girlfriend come over. She's a friend of ours that we've been playing with for years. She comes over and makes sure he's satisfied and they have their fun. I know about it first. He always knows about my things and who I'm working with first. Yeah. So we're always the first to know, which is what is exciting for us. There's no cheating. There's no lying. There's no lack of respect. For us, it's physical. The mental belongs to our marriage. Our souls and our hearts are to our marriage. Yeah. That's really romantic. I think so. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. And 26 years into our marriage, we're more turned on and, and attracted to each other than we were the day we walked down the aisle. So it works for us. I don't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be a, promo, a promoter saying that it's for everybody, but it certainly works for us. Yeah. And that, I mean, that's terrific. Like, and it is, it's very romantic. So, yeah. Well, maybe I should think about something like that. <laughs> Um, okay. I, you know, I think it's possible. If, if you have it in you, it, the, the hardest part is finding that mate, the person willing to share that lifestyle, that mentality. And when you find that, I think it's the most beautiful thing because it's forever. Why in the world wouldn't you stay with somebody who allows you to be sexually liberated, but you share your intimate thoughts, you have coffee with them in the morning, you talk about your 401k, you plan your future, your vacation, maybe raising children, whatever. But when it comes to the, the sexual side, we're human. It's in our DNA to want different and exciting and new. And to be able to have that and come home to the person you love, oh, my God, it just doesn't get any better. Yeah, you kind of have, like, the perfect situation. I like to think so. <laughs> I wish more people felt the same way. Regardless of how they define their relationship, I just wish more people were satisfied emotionally and physically. Yeah, I think you should get a lot more people watching your Instagram live videos of you wandering around your backyard or or jet skiing on the lake. I think people would kind of maybe start to understand that it's just normal. Well, slowly but surely, slowly but surely, I'm regaining my... Um, my audience, I've been hacked more than once. Unfortunately, adult entertainers are a, a target for hackers. So I've had to restart my Instagram three times. Um, <laughs> so I'm working at rebuilding that. Yeah. Oh, God, I swear. If these criminals would use their, their really, really good minds for positive things, the world would be such a beautiful place. Yeah, I saw too recently that someone had given out your phone number. Oh, yeah. I, I, I battle these things all the time. And the person who decided to do that was a disgruntled fan who claimed I didn't give him enough attention. 
And my, my response to him was, well, doing something as invasive as what you just did is not how you're going to get my attention. That's how you're going to get the cops showing up at your front door. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I kind of love how you handle that sort of stuff on social. You've you got a real knack for it. Uh, you know, if you don't if you don't have a little bit of fun, it might it might make you wacky. So I've just chosen to not let it get. It doesn't cut to the bone. I try to have a little fun with it, and in the process, if I reveal some ugly truths of of humanity, maybe the next guy won't be so rude. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I remember the chat we had last time about you know people saying really shitty things to you and and to other porn stars online and how you handle that. Um, and that was great, like, just sort of calling it out, I think, is the best way. You have to, it's, it's taking things into perspective. First of all, this, this individual, these individuals who say these things to all of us in this industry, um, they, have, they have no idea whom they're speaking to. They don't know us on a personal level. So they're making assumptions based on how they perceive the adult industry. And yet the funniest part of this, my dear, guess who our number one payer of porn and who supports their careers usually the very people who are ripping on us on social media so I, I after learning this I learned to take it a little bit more with like a grain of salt and just go eh, I'm sorry you're having a bad day but you know if it makes you feel better go ahead preach on brother say what you gotta <laughs> say and then you can go ahead and, and pay for my you know my website or for my snapchat or whatever um it's an unfortunate thing, and I, I, I honestly, I don't understand it. I just, sex is the most fun thing known to humankind. Why rip on it unless you have issues? Yeah. And I, I think I think the empathetic side of me, though, at least I'll come out on Twitter because I can be pretty brazen, <laughs> it actually is coming from a place of empathy because these people are broken. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even um, this podcast, my podcast has got some some fairly strongly worded hate mail um, in the last couple of months about, you know, being sinners and going to hell and, you know, how to... So this is an individual, anybody who would say that to you guys, when you're preaching nothing but love and acceptance and trying to understand one another, this is a human who is seriously damaged and yeah. they never took the time to get fixed. So it's much easier to attack you and I who are found happy. Yeah. And, and you, you've you accepted that just like I have, which is why we can both go, oh, poor person. Good <laughs> yes. luck with your life. <laughs> yeah, and, and sit on the phone and laugh about it. <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm in the same place when it comes to things like that. Yes. Um, okay, so I'm going to go back. I need to ask you a question about squirting. Now, Okay. I, I've never come across that, and I've had sex with numerous women, but I've never come across squirting. Is it common or or not? I, I wouldn't say common, but I dare I say something so bold is to say I believe that 90% of women have the capacity. There is a very small percentage of women who just can't, whether it be emotional or it be a, a physical thing. And it's not a broken thing or a bad thing. I just believe that most of us can. Um, I had a friend, one of my best friends, at 34 years old, called me giddy and laughing and screaming and saying, oh, my God, I just had the craziest orgasm. I squirted. She's like, I'm 34, and I didn't know I could do that. Well, true to my nature, I was like, wait, what? How'd you do that? 
So she told me, and it, it, there, there has to be a true mental relaxation. Somebody has to have the right technique and get their fingers, usually it's fingers. It could be a toy for some women, but it's not clitoral. It absolutely is an internal orgasm. And when you hit the G-spot in a particular manner with a particular amount of pr pressure and for a particular amount of time, you absolutely can have a female ejaculation. Um, it, it's, I've just seen it so many times. I didn't believe I could, and then it happened. Yeah. I've had women say, I can't. And I said, really? Lay back. I want to show you something. And I do to them the very thing that was done to me, and nine out of ten times it works. Wow. And does it feel different to, like, a normal orgasm? You know what? Absolutely. I wouldn't say it's better, but it's different. It's intense, um, and it's fun, but from my perspective, it's... Um, I prefer a clitoral stimulation. Yeah. It's a different type of orgasm. It lasts. It's not that it lasts longer. It's just super intense. Whereas um, when somebody gets you squirting, you cannot control it. So there's this release of. It's just that's the only word. It's a release. It, it, everything just kind of goes, and you're just like, "Oh my god, <laughs> what is happening?" It's awesome and scary and fun all at the same time. But I wouldn't say that it feels any better. It's just different. Yeah. Okay, because I don't think I don't think that's ever happened to me. So it'd be something good to work on. Well, maybe I need to come to Australia and see if that's the case. Maybe you should. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm all for that. Um. Your game. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness! I'm not scared. No, I'm not scared either. So I mean, whenever you're ready, I'm I'm ready as well. So <laughs> perfect. <laughs> um, so you masturbation? Like, what do you think the fascination is with people watching masturbation? Because I know that you do live shows like that, don't you? I do on my on my um, premium Snapchat. <laughs> Honest to God, there's usually multiple times a day. Just this afternoon on my premium, I was on the way to the grocery store. I've been busy. I, it, this is my busiest time of the year. All the award shows. Um, I'm going to XBiz next, uh, actually in two days, then I go out to LA, and then all the award shows start. I've been going nonstop. And I was like, you know what? I'm freaking horny. I'm in my car. <laughs> I decided to pull up into the grocery store, and I parked where there weren't other cars, so I thought. I turned on my premium Snapchat and I just rubbed one out right before I went into the grocery store. So it's just, to me, it's, and, and I get the best response from those very candid, it didn't plan it, it just happened. Yeah. Um, people love it and I think it's because they want to feel like they're not the only one that does that kind of shit. Yeah. And one of my favorite things about being who I am is I love helping people realize not just you we're all freaks we're sexual beings just do what you want to do and don't worry about it um so for for the biggest reason i get off on, on getting to be who i am is is those people who hit me up and go ah oh, i thought i was the only one i'm so glad i'm not yes. that makes my day yeah and that's what like we try and do on this podcast like just let people know that sex is normal like it's 
it's fine and it's nothing to be afraid of or you know berated for or anything like that it is the best gift to humanity there is no more pleasurable exciting normal thing than our sexuality it's society that restrains us and unfortunately because of that societal pressures make us conform to something that isn't necessarily for everyone and we don't get to start living life until we jump out of that box and go, you know what, I'm not made to fit into that little square. I'm going to kind of live outside the box over here. And that's when you find you're happy. And it certainly isn't easy, but, oh, my God, we only get one go at it. You yeah. might as well live it your way. Yeah, and you really do that. That's what I really admire about you is that you really do that. You just You just live the way that you want to live. We, we decided a long time ago, my husband and I, to um, not be defined by, by others, but to define ourselves. And, you know, it takes a lot of communication, it takes a lot of understanding, and it takes a lot of love. So when you're around people and choose to be around people who love you for you and, and edify you and, and help you become the best you, life just gets... Awesome. I mean, those bad days. Shit happens. We have to rely on others. And not everybody lives life the way we do or is reliable or honest as we are. But for the most part, life is pretty awesome, especially when you're the one at the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like, when you're, just say you're doing a scene and you find out that you're doing it with somebody else, like talking about being at the wheel, has there ever been a time that you haven't wanted to, to shoot a scene with somebody? Um, I'm super fortunate to have one of the best agents in the industry, and I can always defer to them. If I'm not comfortable with anything happening on set, I can simply call him and say, look, this needs to be handled, and he handles it. Uh, that's an awesome position to have because I don't, I'm not really, <laughs> I, I would never want to hurt somebody's feelings, nor would I ever want to take the backlash for making the choices that I make. That's why you have an agent. They play the middleman. And honestly, in all of my years, all of my years of being on set, I've never had to be the set because talent changed or there was somebody I didn't know about was going to show up. Now, I may have a unique situation. I've obviously seen other things happen, but... Me, personally, I've never left a set because I was not happy with what was happening. Wow, that's good. That's a great record. It is a great record. Now, I also have the choice. I, I have the personal power to walk away. I'm capable. But the truth is I've never had to. Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's brilliant. Um, you mentioned awards before, and I didn't say anything at the beginning, but you've won an award recently, haven't you? I, I actually, uh, <laughs> this last year has been my best year ever. I've been nominated for years, but I've never actually uh, won and received a physical award. But sitting on my shelf now, I have two Exes Awards and two Pornhub Awards, and all four of them I'm extremely proud of. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Who doesn't like to get an award? <laughs> I know. I think it's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you so much. It's, it's, uh, I, I, a few years ago, I kind of wrote it off as, it's just not for me. I'm just not going to win any awards. Maybe I, I, I don't know. I, 
but I'm, I'm an athlete. I'm very competitive, so it still kind of scratched at my brain, like, come on, girl, you can do it. And finally, finally, I, I started receiving awards this year, and I'm okay with that because I, I have always been a turtle. It's a slow and steady climb, and it's one that I'm very, I'm very happy. I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah, so what did you, what were they for? Like, what were the categories that you won? They're all in the MILF category. Fan favorite MILF, favorite MILF performer. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of, I'm super proud of that. I love that word. I have no issues being called that. So all four of my awards are in the MILF category. Yeah. I can I can imagine that that that's a, the videos of yours that I've seen. Um, that's what I've watched, and I, yeah, I think you do a good job of that. I enjoy it, as you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's it's obvious that you enjoy it. <laughs> I do. So I have one last question um, that I am fascinated to know about. Um, it's how do you prepare for something like anal? Is it a prep job or... I couldn't tell you, my love. I couldn't tell you because I don't do it. <laughs> you don't do it? I've never done one. I've never done a scene. I, I could I could tell you secondhand because I'm as inquisitive as you and I've asked girls. <laughs> yeah. And when they've given me their 30-minute spiel, I said, no thanks. <laughs> it's, it's a regimen. I'm not going to lie. They don't eat. They do all these crazy enemas. I'm like, oh, hell no. Mm -mm. Oh, my God. That is it's crazy. Joke. I mean, women who are into it are very prepared. They're, they know their bodies inside and out, literally. And they go to great lengths to prepare for it. Me, how do I prepare for a thing? I work out every day. I take care of my body. I eat right. And I watch a lot of porn. <laughs> wow and so do you just not do you not like anal or you just don't want to do it in a scene my my butthole doesn't agree with it i i swear to you i've i've had it two two times successfully in my marriage um but it took such a long time i mean it's like it's like whining and dining my ass it's ridiculous. It's not worth it. And luckily for me, my, my husband's like, you know what, babe? That was fun. We got to do it, but I really enjoy your pussy. And I said, thank God, because my pussy likes you better than my butt does. Um, so when it came to, honestly, when it came to the industry, and I realized that there'd be people around and the things that can go wrong, no way was that for me. I still have a little bit of humility, like, no, not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of things can go wrong? Oh, well, on. apart from the obvious. Butthole here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything can go wrong. <laughs> oh, my I God. I hear the stories and I giggle and then I walk away and I'm horrified. Yeah. Not as a person but at the incident because I'm pretty I, I mean I'm pretty open-minded and quite frankly if I enjoyed it and it was super easy for me that'd be awesome and I enjoyed watching it that's some of the stuff I search and I watch and I look and I watch and I'm turned on but I'm also in awe I'm like what 
Yeah. Like, football doesn't do that. <laughs> what, what is happening? I'm so, I'm so like in awe of these women's bodies because mine just does not work that way. <laughs> yeah. I, look, and I don't think mine works that way either. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's okay. You know what? Thank God we have other things we can do. And and when people say to me, when are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? I'm like, why are you asking? There's 100,000 other girls who do it. Go watch them. It's okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, my God. Um, you know, I have to go and go back to work. <laughs> I'm, I'm sitting in a meeting room at work talking to you. Oh my god, that's so awesome! Yeah, because I'm Your like whole days ahead of you, and mine's winding again. Mine's winding down. It's like we're the yin and yang of Oh Hey Gate. Yeah, we really are. I like it. It's a good working relationship. I love it. Me too, and I want you to come back on again. So I'm going to think of more, more questions. Maybe think of some more questions. You can't go too deep. I'm here for you. You ask, and I will answer. I love this. I, I love this. Like, this is great. I'm so glad we met. Well, not met, but talked. It's going to be You good. impressed me from day one. You got my attention, and, and I'm forever loyal. So <laughs> you go, girl. <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> right back at you. <laughs> well, have a, have a really good have a really good night. Um, enjoy your wine. Thank you so much, and you have a wonderful day. And anytime you want to... Um, I'm going to work on those Instagram stories and my free Snapchat, the Brandy Love, T-H-E, Brandy Love. I do my morning coffee with Brandy, and we have some pretty interesting conversations. So, yeah, I was, I was um, with anytime, you the other day. Oh, good. Anytime. I, I saw you. I saw you. I, I called you out. I yeah, like, you oh did. God, yeah. <laughs> and it was great. I love it. It's just so... I don't know. It's just really. Well, it's me going to bed, so I'm just getting ready to go to bed, and I just go, "Oh, Brandy's on." So again, I, you should be having your wine. I'm having my coffee. Yeah. Um, hair's up in a bun. No makeup. It's real talk. I like you. We have. I think at the core of who we are, our goal is to just get information out there. Just be real and let people know that you're not alone and there are answers. Yeah. So when I pick a topic in the morning, sometimes I know what it is before I speak. Other times they go. Fuck it, here we go. I yep. have no idea what I'm going to say, so whatever comes out of my mouth is <laughs> what we're talking about. Yep. <laughs> and it's great. It's so refreshing, and I and I absolutely love it. And I think all of the other hundreds of people on there must as well. So. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. All right. Well, I'll um I'll think of some more questions, and um, yeah, till we talk again. I look forward to it, Doron. Have a great day, and until next time. Yep. You too. Bye. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Mwah.